Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 410. On this episode, we've got some TV news, and then we'll be discussing the series premiere of Reef Break and recent episodes of Jet and Los Espookies, plus an extended reality check. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 410. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. And I'm Kyle from noreruns.net. Hello. We actually have news to share. Did you guys do news in last week's episode? We did not. No, we. Uh, I think some of this news is actually from before the last the week. week or so. Yeah. It's, it's kind of June-ish news. <laughs> Comedy Central has renewed the week at the Comedy Central, or this week at the Comedy Central for a second season. I don't even know. Let me start over. Because I said Comedy Central so many times. <laughs> Comedy Central has renewed this week at the Comedy Cellar for a second season. I'd imagine that's just like stand-ups. I One would imagine the... you are correct. Okay. They're in this really funny cellar what? where they do comedy. You cut it what? It was Robot Jason there for a second, and then he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Uh, he's can, back. Can you not hear me? <laughs> we, we couldn't. We couldn't. No. Uh, well, that's you missed a stellar joke. So that's all I would say. <laughs> I wouldn't say we missed it. I'm <laughs> sure it was know. stellar. <laughs> well, it was actually sort of a cellar joke. Oh my god! So less than stellar. Anyway, FX has renewed Pose for a third season. I believe you mean Posse. It's also oh, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my god. I love that show. Netflix has renewed I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, which I haven't watched yet, for a second season, and Queer Eye for fourth and fifth seasons, and a show I'd never heard of called Chambers after one season has been canceled. Yeah, I know. That was one of those where I saw the uh, like the headline, Netflix has canceled a show, and I'm like, well, "What did they cancel? Wait, when did when was that a show? That was like, that's apparently Uma Thurman and Tony Goldwyn, right? Yeah, like, and with with like recognizable names in it too. And uh, yeah, never in my life have I heard of it. That's just right there. Well, I heard of that, it after yeah, this. That there, right there, peak TV at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are name name brand stars. Yeah. No <laughs> name brand. They're name brand. They're not generics. Okay, that's all we got. Um, <laughs> Paramount has renewed Yellowstone for a third season. I barely made it through the pilot episode of Yellowstone. I was so bored, let alone. I know second season just premiered or is just premiered. Yeah, it just, uh, it just premiered, I believe. But yeah, I don't think I made it past... Uh, I don't know. I believe a horse was shot right at the beginning of the first episode, and I don't remember. I believe that a horse was shot, and that's where I tapped out. I saw the whole pilot. But, I was uh, like, I liked it. It was long. It was so but, long. Oh, my God. But now I feel like I should go back and revisit it just because it must be people must like it if it's getting a third season. Yeah. I think it's just. Or it I, stars Kevin I, Costner and Paramount needs something yeah. <laughs> yeah, on their network. It's true. And then True TV has renewed I'm Sorry, which I love That's so good. very much. I lost my email already. It's the third season, for a third season. Yep. And Tacoma FD, which I haven't watched, but I, it's the guys who, what do they do? 
Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard guys, yeah. Um, so that's like the Super Troopers people, right? Yeah. So that was renewed for a second season. I watched all of that. I watch all of both of those. So God, I love. I love. I'm sorry. I love that show. It's so hilariously inappropriate. Oh my God, Kathy time. Baker. Like she is just so subtle. That's her mom from Picket Fences. She's just so subtly freaking hysterical. I can't. I can't handle it. I love it so much. Um, so that's the news. That's all the news we got today. There's probably more out there. There's probably 75 other shows we've never heard of on Netflix that they canceled. Well, there's also like probably, I don't know, would you say since the last couple episodes, we didn't do any news and <laughs> five the, months the, of news. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's probably like five months of news that we haven't talked about. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Go back and find it. Google it. There's plenty of news out there. Um, that's that's our news. And now it's time for. Oh, my God. I realize I haven't said this in so long. Prime time. Yeah, Ivy was so sad last week that we didn't have a primetime segment that he didn't. Did he want to sing it? Oh my god! That he didn't get to say it instead of you. Well, Ivy thinks that Olivia Munn's a good actor, so (laughs) don't trust his judgment. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a little off on uh, some of your favorite movies, so you know. Yes, and he also (laughs) thinks Sister Act Two is a bad idea. Not true. Sister Act Two back in the habit is perfection, and I'll hear nothing against it. Anyway, our first show is called Reef Break. Season one, episode one, pilot. Now, if you were to think about a show called Reef Break, would you think it was a surfing reality show like I did? (laughs) Well, I thought it was, given the rest of uh, ABC's lineup uh, this year, I would have thought it was some sort of uh, game show of some sort, as opposed to an actual scripted drama. Uh, But... uh, it is the, it is the latter, but she's a surfer. Well, yes, she is, and a former like thief. That I'm not quite be. clear on. Yeah, so uh, well, trying to be a reformed thief, I guess. Uh, but uh, you know, never been, never been convicted. So, and married her under undercover FBI agent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which was, I don't know. Did he just? See, I I don't. I didn't really. I didn't look up the actor or whatever. I've seen it's him Ray other Stevenson. Things, He's but, somewhere else. You know, but I mean, to to see age wise, like he just seemed like even in an other undercover thing or whatever, like that happened years ago. That they would have been quite a different in in age, and that uh, yeah, know, it seemed weird. I thought she, that honestly, I thought he was going to be like her father when she showed up. (laughs) And then he got, he handed her divorce papers, and I was like, they're actually only eight years apart. I know, but he just looks so much Uh, older than she does. And apparently she looks younger than she is. Yeah, he's from Rome, Titus Pulo. I loved him on Rome. So, reef break. um, (laughs) This. the sad thing is, know. this is the highlight of the primetime segment <laughs> for me. So we, we got to get all the good things out uh, now. <laughs> the, the thing about it is, is the sort of concept of it is not overly bad to create some sort of, you know, weekly thing that has to be solved. And you have, you know, the criminal element that, you know, sees things differently to be able to, to help out with stuff. But it just seemed to have a way higher cheese factor. 
It's so bad. Oh, in oh. places like, like it that was in that end fight was absolutely ridiculous. The gunfight that turned into a knife throwing fight, yeah, yeah. And, like on the beach, that was just absolutely absurd and well, ridiculous. Well, also is because you have this former Navy SEAL coming out of the water with a gun, shoots his target in the leg, and then misses them a bunch of times as they run away. And then when the bodyguard comes at him, shoots him right in the head. And then, well, you can't, you can't kill the star. And then when the, next, and then when the, the guy comes riding up on the, the, the ATV, he gets shot in like the, the leg or something and then gets, uh, and then gets a knife uh, to the shoulder. A yet, knife to the shoulder. You know, so yet only somehow this highly trained person was only able to actually hit the one person that was unbelievably inconsequential to the whole, right, right, uh, the red shirt of the uh, the situation, uh, and so that has it had a high cheese factor that way, but it also had a high cheese factor in just the uh, like the looking over the sunglasses and the I'm. You know, I'm super cool, and uh, oh yeah, she was a little too cocky. But, like I understand you want to say she's like smart and she notices things, but yeah. it was over the top. In it was so it over the made top. you not like her when you're supposed mm-hmm. to be like impressed by her, but she's just so full of herself that you're like, eh, I don't really care about her. Yeah, and then you had to mention last week, or was it the week before mm-hmm. that she was Australian? <laughs> so yep. her her. American accent was bothering me. It was unforgettable yep. for the pun uh, the whole time. <laughs> um, and it didn't make any sense, too, because Grant Bowler's on there. He's like the the wealthiest guy in the island, and he's speaking with his Australian accent or whatever he is. Grant Bowler had, New a, Zealand. He had an American accent in the show. He did? It was a terrible American accent. <laughs> I thought it sounded American like accent. his real accent. Now, Ray Stevenson had his real accent, yeah. which was... I want to say Irish. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was definitely a hodgepodge of uh, of things. And then the did did either of you watch the the sort of the upcoming on season one of Reef Break and no, how I many didn't. how many explosions and shootouts and <laughs> and things that are going to happen on this on this what appears to be a tiny island yet. With huge hotel buildings and uh, and things uh, that uh, you're like, how small is this fictitious island and where? This island that's called Reef. Yeah, <laughs> that's like where did? Uh, but like, how far away is it? Because she says something about being on a plane for 13 hours to get there, and <laughs> who knows where she was coming from? Yeah. Some fictitious world where her accent yeah. is real. And uh, and the thing is, I like Poppy Montgomery yeah, a lot. I do too. I just and I don't. I and, don't think I've watched any of her other shows. I watched Without a Trace. I loved Without a Trace. You never watched Without a Trace or Unforgettable? Not really. The only thing I know her from is Silk Stockings. She was in an episode, <laughs> and we we, we interviewed her for their newsletter, and so that's what that I currently associate her with. And one of the most amazing <laughs> things I've ever heard her do say. <laughs> that was, but yeah, but, but she also seems to maybe not have the photographic memory. Like 
and that she remembers everything, but she still seems to have the ability to notice everything <laughs> that's happening yeah. in the place. Like, so yeah, I don't, it was, like I said, the idea is, is a good idea, but the execution is uh, mm-hmm. not, not so much. I mean, it's right in my wheelhouse for that type of, you know, that type of show to get you know, like the weekly, you know, it falls into that, you know, weekly crime of the week type of thing that they're going to be, yeah. you know, with the, you know, with the smart person that has a different perspective on things or whatever that, uh, but yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hate it. But I didn't I, like uh, her love interest at all. I hated him and I hated him and I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Ray I, Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, the cop who she sleeps with as soon as she meets him, right? Yeah. Who happens to be the, like... Half-brother of the assistant to the governor of the island. Uh, Yeah, there was was a lot. Uh, I mean... I just... I'm probably going to watch the next episode just to see if... How many explosions? Well, (laughs) Well, just to see if that same sort of over the top cheese factor like maintains, or if it was them trying to go big or something in the pilot. But yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, and somehow I don't know how, but the, the show we probably should have talked about from ABC is grand hotel, which was also new, but somehow didn't even pop up in the discussion of new things to talk about. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, well, we hadn't watched any of these things before we talked about what we were going to watch on the podcast. I think, uh, well, I think when we had talked Reef Break, it just played the the night before, and I'd watched the first episode of Jet, so it wasn't exactly that way. But we, we did sort of figure out what was going to be on the list so that we knew what we should catch up on over the weekend. Uh, and apparently we were all super impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So well, that's you re- saw an episode of Jet, and you wanted us to still watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I like move on. I like moving on. <laughs> moving on to Jet, season one, episode two. Charles Jr. Here's the story. I thought we were talking about the pilot. I didn't know we were, even though <laughs> Jason sent this outline. So I watched the pilot, and then I realized we were supposed to be talking about episode two. And I have no interest in watching a second episode. So have at it, boys. <laughs> I only watched the second episode because it was on the list. I would. Oh my quit. god! <laughs> I would have quit after that first one. I just ran out of time. Wait, you got a show that's about like. So this. wait, Amory's watched the first episode, and you've watched the second episode. Oh, I watched them both. Oh, I watched okay. Both. I was gonna say I wouldn't skip the first. <laughs> I was gonna say. No. Dude, Kyle, you only watched the second episode. That's what <laughs> no, it sounded like. <laughs> this this show is so confusing. There's way too many characters. So it's about this woman who got out of prison, and now she was like a was she a thief or a something? Yeah, she's like a master a master thief. Th- master thief who's got out of prison, and now like these other people that she worked with in the past now want to hire her to do something. So what do we do in the first episode? We hire. Her to steal something, but her role in the, the thing is to basically seduce and distract a guy while somebody mm-hmm. else does all the safe cracking and stealing when she's supposedly the master thief. Exactly. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Yeah, it does. She's the master thief and that she puts the plan together. She's the one that puts the crew together. She's the one that brings everything together and has the plan. That makes her the master of the thieving. Yeah, but all she does is seduce and distract a guy, while someone else does all like the real, 
thievery. Yes. And like, I never was a fan of Carla Gugino, 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 I think. She's fine. I never watched Karen Sisko, so I don't have the love for her that people seem to have from Karen Sisko, the six episode show that ran. Um, actually, I don't even know if I made it six episodes on like ABC one year. But I don't know. I just had no interest in watching a second episode because I don't really care. And and she's supposed to be like this strong thief who like doesn't play by any rules. But then like by the end of the first episode, she's working for three different men because she keeps stumbling into like bad situations. I don't know. I'm just not a fan. Well, she ended up in a bad situation at the end of it, but the whole thing is her getting her revenge on all of these people. Is that what happens in episode two? I have no idea. Well, I didn't it doesn't happen it. in episode two, but it's the beginning of her finding out what all the connections is because they find out that there's more than just stealing this ring that her, you know, that Charles Jr. had a connection to the Russian guy who has, you know, photos on him. Uh, and so, like, there's, there's that, then... Now she's trying to figure out how much, you know, the the dad knows about, you know, how and what type of situation he she was put in. And and then she's, you know, now working for the Russian guy, quote unquote, but also that she can. The whole thing is her embroiled in the thing and watching her work her way out of it. I don't know. I like the show. I like the I like the sort of. Uh, you know who I did like? I did like the sidekicks that accidentally killed the neighbor in the first episode. Yeah, the the the, the two guys that like work for uh, uh, Charles Senior. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys are uh, uh, yeah, pretty funny when they end up in the uh, and now in the second episode he's like keeping an eye on the on the lady because. Uh, you know, the the husband got into, you know, some trouble letting somebody out of prison and uh, yeah. and stuff. And so uh, there's that. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I like the style of it. I like the sort of uh, throwback. It's that sort of a throwback 70s vibe to it a little bit, but yet contemporary. And uh, the, the cast is really good. And uh, I don't know. I'm on board to see... Uh, how she uh, works her way uh, out of uh, the mess she uh, she ended up in. I'll just find out from you. <laughs> <laughs> what you'll do is you'll stick it on the schedule like three weeks from now, and they're like, Kyle, you got to catch up. And then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that is Jet. Her name is Daisy, I'd imagine, but Jet's like her nickname or her cool name, like her thief name. Maybe it's her last name. I don't know. And also, who is Maria? We don't, I don't think we know who she is. Because they're like, she's not made. You learn more about her in episode two. <laughs> Kyle, did you know? <laughs> well, I know. She was like some terminally ill person, I think, or something like that. But I don't remember how she was related. Oh, okay. Well, they met at an, you know, a point where... Daisy's finding out that she's pregnant and this woman's finding out that she's got this uh, disease and they're both at, uh, you know, the hospital, sort of a, a crossroads. They're staying at the same hotel and they meet mm. and uh, I'm sure we'll see how they became closer because of uh, where they were at. Cause the, the, the story is also that she, that she's not only finds out she has this uh, disease or whatever, but that it causes her not to be able to have children where, 
Daisy's just found out she's pregnant. And, mm. uh, and so you can see the beginnings of these two people have, uh, she's not necessarily the motherly type, but this person's always wanted to be right. a mother and they kind of bond. You can see that they bonded and now they're, you know, they're really close in the future because the, the show kind of goes back and forth and every once in a while it pops back and says seven years ago. And then it shows the beginnings of their relationship and stuff like that. And so you get to see like in the next episode, it pops back to like a two year, it pops back like two years or something like that and shows you how she met somebody else that she uh, uses for one of the, the caper that they're doing in the second episode. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I liked it. So I'll be watching. So that is jet. It's interesting that Kyle's favorite show of the three, not great shows was reef break. Jason's favorite show, and, and he'll argue was a great show, was Jet. And I actually preferred Los Spookies. Which is not a <laughs> surprise considering how much I did. It's not a surprise it. considering how much Jason hated it. I didn't Season really, one. I, I'm in the middle on Los Spookies. I didn't see really, the one, potential, but I don't really care for it. I didn't really hate it. I just found it boring and not really funny. Season one, episode two The Inheritance Scare. Tati is one of the best characters that has ever been created. Is that the stupid That's girl? That's the one who's like, and I'm here. And he just says at the end, hi, Tati. And she's like, hello. Like, he has all these things to assign everybody else. And he just says hello to her. And she's like, hello. It's so good. She's impervious to pain. Oh, my God. She's the best. She's the best. <laughs> I think it's really funny. I love, I mean, I, it helps that I didn't have to read as many subtitles as people might have to. Oh, you already know Spanish? Like, I actually could understand what they were saying a lot of the time. Um, See, that's one of my biggest gripes with this. I Like, this airs at 11 p.m. Who wants to read at 11 p.m. when they're watching a show? I mean, granted, people speak Spanish, but I'd say probably right. the, majority, the majority of their audience probably doesn't. And uh, the majority of like HBO subscribers probably don't. I have to say the one thing I did like about the show is when people are talking in English, it has Spanish subtitles. And when people are talking in Spanish, it has English subtitles. So funny. Um, I think Fred Armisen being uh, the valet to the stars, like the, the description of the show makes me laugh so much because it's like valet to the stars. What's his name? I don't even remember his name. That all he ever wanted to do was park cars, all and now he's park cars, and now he's living the dream. It, now he's doing it full time. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes, or one of my favorite lines, is in uh, episode two. It's just the smallest moment where the mysterious woman walks in and she says Reynaldo, and he's like, "No, Reynaldo." And she's like, "What?" And he's See, like, I only knew that because I had the subtitles on, like, <laughs> and no. I could see. Oh, it's got a Y instead. No Y. <laughs> funny that he was just like, "No." Reynaldo, and she looks at him like, "Isn't that what I said?" And he's just like, "No, e." And I was like, oh, "Okay," made me laugh. Yeah, I think part um, of the problem, though, for me was that the jokes don't land for me when I'm reading them. Yeah, as well as when things are happening, at, you know, like because you're missing out on uh, some of the nuance of how people say things. That is part of why something is funny. And uh, so for me, like, it just didn't, uh, a lot of it was just bland when you're just, you're just reading it. I don't know. Didn't, didn't work for me. I was, uh, I was hopeful considering that, uh, 
Kyle's friend Paul that we that I met in uh, Austin at ATX that the screening of Los Spookies was became his favorite thing of the of the festival, and so apparently, does Paul speak Spanish? That's what I'm wondering. Maybe he knows Spanish. Because <laughs> I, I think know, that's it's true. I understand that. Like I wasn't paying attention to the subtitles as much, and so like just the rambling off of like the instructions he was giving to our, uh, Ursula and the, the instructions he was giving to the other people, um, Andres. And then he's just like, Hola Tati. And Tati's just like, Hola. Like she doesn't get that. She's just too dumb for them to give her any like thing to do. She's just game to do it, which I thought was hysterical. So like I'm watching and like listening. I'm not reading as much. And I understand that maybe the jokes don't hit if you just read them. Yeah, I think that was my main problem, too, is just you're spending so much effort just trying to read everything and get the dialogue and just not really like being in the moment and watching the episode. Yeah, for me, because then you also miss uh, facial expressions and what other people are yeah. doing in the scene and stuff like and that. I, when you're Reynaldo is the... incredibly expressive, so he is someone you have to watch. Yeah, and so when you don't see... You, you miss some of that when your eyes are focused on the uh, bottom of the screen, like your peripheral vision might pick up some, but you're not focused on, on what's all going on in the. When his nuanced Quasimodo impression. Oh my God. <laughs> and he wasn't supposed to be nuanced. <laughs> I just love mysterious woman and how she's like, next time they look to each other like next time. This is a show that I, I really want to love and enjoy because I think the premise is great. Yes. But it's just, I, I just, it just, I haven't, like, I'm still going to keep watching and hope it gets better because I know Jason's already bailed on this one. <laughs> but I've bailed on Jet. I got it. I got, I can watch two of these episodes for, or three for every episode of Jet, which seemed to be over an hour long. Look, I had to, <laughs> I had to force myself to watch the second one. <laughs> especially especially when it popped up and the running time was like almost 10 minutes longer than the first episode. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you were like, ay caramba. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't turn into Bart Simpson all of a sudden. Oh, God. It, it would have been more of the, uh, of the, uh, the, the gif that you posted. Ay, Dios mio. I just uh, meal uh, <laughs> from that guy on Sabado or whatever that he did on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I love that guy so much. Um, Fred Armisen, of course, getting into the what I love is that he's like totally not involved in the story at all, except to like really start the ball rolling for this freaking troop of what do they call themselves? Whores and Los Spookies. <laughs> Los Los Spookies. It's the spookies. Uh, you're going to need two O's if you're going to want to hit the... You're going to make uh, this work in the United States. Yeah. You need two O's. Uh, but yeah, I, the thing I did like is when apparently uh, Fred Armisen's uh, twin brother shows up at the end. <laughs> and, and you find out that he didn't just dumb luck into impersonating this other person. That he he actually is related to him. Well, I love that he goes into this long spiel about how, like, let me guess, you want to give up your dreams and, you know, you want to go back to having a normal life and let me be. And he's like, no, I want you to stop impersonating me. It's like, oh, because I didn't really want to be a person. Uh, I'll give the uh, the whole bit where his impersonation 
of him is just answering yes to everything everybody mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. That was humorous, but uh... oh my god, when he show, when he gets that head in the mail and he's just he's like oh, and then he reads the note and is like totally okay that it's just a head in a box. Yeah, the, the note that says, "I hope you read this first. I hope you read this first. Oh my <laughs> but god! But it's attached so to the bottom good. of the head. So good. I love it. I, I honestly, the more I think about it, the more I reflect on Los Spookies, the more I like it. So I'm going like, to learn Spanish this week. Yeah, <laughs> if you learn Spanish and understand it. I love that this guy is the chocolate prince and uh, the dressing down he gives the dentist when he's like, we provide you the patience. <laughs> he goes, what? He's like, what if we made chocolate sin azúcar? And the dentist is like, no, please don't do that. Oh, my God. It's so good. I loved it. I love it. Yeah. So uh, so based on that, you know whether you tend to line up with uh, Amory or Kyle or myself in the yeah. things that you like. And so based on that, you know, if you haven't watched any of these shows, which one you might be interested in checking out right now. Yes, it should be Los Spookies. But now David, on to David Los Spookies. What we've all been wanting to talk about. <laughs> uh, it's time for a reality check, and our first show in reality check is Holy Moly. Now, I should give some background. I am a huge fan of mini golf. In fact, while I was in LA last week, two weeks ago, I went mini golf and I lost horribly in a very easy, very easy course, and I will never hear the end of it. Because I lose every time I mini golf with Mark. That's neither here nor there. I love mini golf. So I was very excited for this show. The stupidest uh, show that's ever been created. Miniature golf is the best. And they have some great miniature golf uh, places in Southern California. uh... There's one in all of Sherman Oaks. And I go to it every time. It's called Castle Park. It's so stupid. We play the same route. We say play the same course every time. <laughs> well, they, have, they have like four different ones and you play the same one every time. Every time it just looks like fewer people are on that course than the others. And maybe there's... And every time, you know, we get to like hole seven and we look at each other like, do you think that maybe there's nobody on this course because it sucks? Yeah, it's the worst of the four. Every time. But speaking of, of courses, what did you think of, I don't know. I wanted to like this so much more yeah. than, than I did. I mean, I could sit and listen to Rob Regal make fun of things. Like, that mm-hmm. That works for me. He had some, he had some great lines throughout uh, uh, the thing. But, I don't know, the setup for it was weird in that they have, they have ten holes. But yeah. you... They play five, you know, they have people pair up and play one hole and then you're out. Like you don't even yeah. get to like you don't even get to play like multiple holes or so there's no buildup of like whether you could, you know, there's no can you come back or whatever. And so you you meet somebody, they introduce you to them and then they're gone. And then yeah, it's... because they had so many people, some of them they just like show you like they come back from commercial and they go here's what happened while we were gone yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. And they show you like a brief recap of, uh, of a couple of holes of people playing and like this person lost and this person lost. And then they take you to another hole and, and show you the full thing of, of them competing on that one. Uh, and of course that one is, uh, is hot blonde sliding, sliding down 
Oh my a, god. A wet slippery slope. I would absolutely not be able to do anything on this course. When that woman t- when that woman the windmill was not going that quickly. I would No. She got was launched. No, oh she got hit so hard. Oh my I god. Twice. I thought he was going to knock her head off. Like oh my god. I thought for sure she would come up with a broken bone. <laughs> I mean, I it is interesting that that's a penalty. You get a stroke for getting knocked off the course. For getting thrown off twice. She got launched twice. But yeah, like you said, Jason, like I felt it was a little too rushed. I would have preferred if they just yeah, like no, follow like that. follow six contestants across multiple holes or something. You don't need to start with twelve of them and then like get, uh, cut it down. Yeah, because it, it it's like it just felt like oh we're gonna see a nice long like we saw the whole entire first hole and then all of a sudden everyone else was like just like oh they and they got a couple more putts and they and they uh, got it in and then these yeah. people like we saw one putt on another hole and it's like just felt very rushed. Yeah, and so you only very... got to see like five of the or five of the holes and then the sixth hole or the last hole that they use as the you know where they have three people left, but that just seemed like. I don't know. It seemed like they could do that sort of highlight type of thing, but they they show you, but they go through more holes. Yeah. Like, like at least, like they have to at least play three holes against the other person or something like that. Especially on the ones, I think there was one guy who got like a hole in one on one of them and the woman had to, I don't know. It just seems like it was, people were mismatched and the holes, I don't know. I don't know. It was not what I wanted it to be. Yeah, but I, th- I think the contestants did have some fun. They all like some had dressed up in in weird outfits, like you had the lumberjack and like the, the woman with their banana pants. <laughs> yeah. that they them. and so they had fun. At least the people were skilled, so it wasn't like you were watching someone hit the ball like twelve times to yeah. try to get it to the end. Yeah, you were watching me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every hole, there was like five holes, and Mark was just like, um. Do you want to just take the six? Yes. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just, just put me down for a six. That'll do. I kept saying like, it's so much, it looks so much easier than it is. Like some of the holes, like they were just literally, you hit a ball straight. There should have been no reason why I didn't. Anyway. But I, I like the commentary was a lot of fun. And I liked when the, like the actual sportscaster guy just started breaking and cracking up because he couldn't believe some of the stuff that Rob Riggle was coming up with. Yes, that's very <laughs> like, true. And you could you could tell it was an honest reaction. He was trying to just stop laughing because he was supposed to be the serious one out of the two. But I mean, it's still kind of fun, but not but not exactly the competition I was. Uh, no, exactly. I was, I was expecting. I it would seem to me more interesting if. Like I said, if they played, each of the teams had to play three holes or something like that, and then yeah, and then at the end you take the top three scorers or something like that to the championship hole uh, or whatever uh, to to play off at the end. So yeah, so holy moly, it's on my DVR. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll probably probably watch it another episode or two, but. Uh, but yeah, this one's definitely uh this one's definitely one you could probably <laughs> be fine watching on the uh speeded up uh Kyle version of watching it cuz <laughs> it's 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 extended out even for 
with the amount of players and stuff that they have, it still feels like there's filler somehow. Yeah, a hundred percent in in it, and uh, it 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 should you should get to see more of the actual. I don't know if they need less contestants going right. through it so you could see more of them, or I don't know. It just uh, was was interesting. I don't know. Like if you had like three people playing three holes and then each of the top one from each of those groups played off or something, or I don't know. There's so many different ways they could have uh, structured the play of the competition that, uh, but I'm also interested that after, I mean, I'm assuming like next week, you'll probably get to see some of the holes you didn't see this week. And yeah, but after three or so episodes, you've seen every hole that they have. And then, are they going to change some of those up? Is it just going to be the same ones? Well, it's uh, similar to all those weird competition shows. They have like their big, their big constructions that they make people do, but yeah. like they mix them up throughout the episodes and you see them over and over again. It just seems that, uh, you know, if they only have the same nine holes to, to play and that the, you know, the last hole is going to be the same every time that, what little bit of fun that it did have like six episodes from now will be not, it'll, it'll just be sort of like played out. Yeah. Well, we didn't really get to see some of the holes too. Like the ones that they actually did play. Cause they sped right through <laughs> some of them. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is like after like three episodes, you'll probably have seen every hole, every hole. And, uh, and so then it'll just, it seems like it'll just become, you know, kind of repetitive and, you know, how many times can you watch somebody get launched by a windmill? I don't know. I watched her twice. <laughs> I could have watched it even more. I could have watched it a hundred times more. Well, they, they, showed the, they showed the replay multiple times. And it just... Yeah, because it doesn't look like it's going that fast. But then you're also... But uh, it hit her so hard that it knocked another piece of the... It knocked her into it and knocked another piece of the thing off with her. Yeah, she knocked um, off like the right. <laughs> I mean, the show must be doing pretty well because I've seen it air multiple times on the network. Plus, I saw it was on ESPN two. The other, or actually tonight, as we're recording, it's on ESPN two. Yeah, they re- so they replayed it. Uh, yeah, over the week in 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 other uh, in other time slots and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, they must. It must have done pretty well i'll be interested to see actually go back and see how well it did and then see if it holds up at all yeah Uh, because it had that initial like (laughs) like all of us as soon as we saw like the ad or like heard about it we were like holy moly i want to watch that yeah and then i think all of us were a little uh underwhelmed yes Yes. I don't watch Family Food Fight. What is it? Uh, so they only aired one oh, it's episode. it's Curry, so isn't it? It's his wife, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they only aired one episode so far. I think it's going to go across the whole season. So, like, in the first episode, they had four families, like, basically a group of three people um, who then had to cook a meal, and then, like, the judges voted. And then if they were voted the best, then they got to... 
a get a kitchen. There are only three kitchens, but four teams. So I think then moving forward, they'll they they move forward in the competition. So I don't know how many total teams there are. Like the next week, there'll be like four more teams, but uh, then they'll work their way down once they get uh, get to the end. But I mean, it was okay. Like there was one girl there with her parents and she was like bossing around her parents the whole time like basically acting all pompous to the other teams like their meal was the best so it was very thrilling to see them not get the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> like i was like if anyone doesn't get one but i mean they they have like all kinds of different different families like they had three brothers who had lost their mother so they were cooking meals that she liked to cook they had like this asian family um like a grandmother and i think it was two granddaughters or something um so they they mix up the types of families to keep it interesting okay but, uh, i mean it could be entertaining i don't know if i'll bother to keep watching but it was okay all right uh so that's family food fight Great food truck race. Man, Tyler has gotten so much better as a host of a show since this started. He's so good. Now, so have, you, have you been watching? I have like, been watching. Yeah. Did you watch last night? Or... What happened? So basically, the the vegan truck. The old the... left, right? Yeah, so one of them left the because she was still shaken up from the first episode where she um, she hit another truck with their truck, and that was still weighing on her. So she thought it was a good idea. I'll just leave and leave my team with only two people. Oh, my God. That'll, that'll make me feel better. And then while they were cooking, one of them got like a kidney stone problem. I had to go to the emergency room. No, I didn't down, watch the whole thing. They were down to one. I don't care one. about being spoiled at all. So they were <laughs> they down were, to one. They were down to one, and I think they lost by a buck. <laughs> oh my so... god! Oh no! <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they lost to the team that got like the um, the uh, they had like a food violation because they left some old food in their fridge, and so they no. got fined. They got fined like six hundred dollars. Oh my god! And so they thought they were in third place, but then they got bumped down to second place. Uh, and I guess apparently it was only about a dollar difference between them and and the and the vegan truck. Oh my god! Plus um, for like, I, I like that one team who wears lays all the time. What are they called? Rolling something. Oh yeah, they're like the diner team, right? They make diner food. No, they make like rolled food. Are they still around? I don't even remember yeah, that. Yeah, well, they were still around as of the, when I started watching this past episode. I think they were. I think they were the ones that said they went back to doing diner food. Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Both. I only made it halfway through the episode because I had to watch Jet. <laughs> um, but I'm I mean, sorry. There's, there's no team that I'm really like rooting for. I mean, I'm basing it on the cuisine. Like I would go to the hot dog truck. I would go to the, the diner truck. I definitely wouldn't have gone to the vegan truck. Um, yeah, no, I, no, I just don't, I, I don't like vegan food. No offense to I mean, that's not true. I eat Oreos. I hear they're vegan. <laughs> I did this. No, I did a poll. I did something on Buzzfeed yesterday that was like, you might be a surprise vegan. How many of these foods have you had? And it was like Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Fish and Oreos. And I was like, guys, I'm a vegan. <laughs> but and plus, <laughs> like for the vegan truck, they had some little hour long challenge where they got some shrimp to cook. She's like, no, I'm not going to do I'm not going to cook those. Well, that so, was the uh, first episode, right? Where they had they had um, 
they didn't do the crab or something, right? Or was it a second one? Because this week they just had to do boiled peanuts. Yeah, right? but then in no, in this episode too, in the oh, second God. half, they they gave them like shrimp to cook for an hour, and whoever like sold the most got like another two hundred dollar bonus or something like that. Like but, I appreciate, I applaud them for sticking to their principles, but like, come on. But if you're someone going to a vegan truck, like you probably would not appreciate it if they if were they were selling, selling no, a hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent, absolutely, and. Uh, so that's the great food truck race. I don't really have a favorite, except I am glad that Mac and Cheese Group were gone because I didn't like them. Well, they had a punny name. What was their thing? I don't know. It was like the 90s. Oh, Mac and Cheese. Wasn't that their name? I don't know what their name was, but. I don't remember. We're doing a great job here. Yes. Um, so that's a great food <laughs> truck race. They sound very memorable. Uh, the Amazing Race, I keep forgetting, is on and then it's on my DVR. As should have been anticipated, really, it's only Amazing Race teams left, except for those other two. Wait, who was kicked <laughs> off? Yeah, I was very sad that Team Fun was kicked off, that they lost this week, because I love Team Fun. Becca and Floyd are so infectious and so exciting, and I love them. And they lost. I forget who's around that I'm still rooting. I was just glad to see Rachel Riley go because I could not stand Oh my god, her. I hate her. I hate her so much. I hate her so much. It's and I awesome. hate how they want to sister. I hate how they want them to be like stars. Like they think people actually like them when nobody likes them. They're the worst. And everybody on the race hated them too. Hated but, them. But yeah, actually, when did I become a person who roots for Colin and Christy of all people? <laughs> god, I hated Colin. Like, like it had to fast forward through Colin in his season because he was so awful. And he treated her like such no offense, no part of my French, but oh God, he was bad. And now he's like then and everyone's dad. And I just don't understand why I like Colin and Christy so much, but I do. Are, are the YouTube guys still there? Or did yeah. they get unlimited? I think they're going to win. Yeah. They've won four legs in a row or something. And then there's only one Big Brother team left, Nicole and Victor, who I know. I don't watch Big Brother, so it doesn't mean anything to me. I, but, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not really a fan of them. I, I mean, I don't hate them, but I'm not really a fan. But yeah, I think I'm rooting for the, the YouTube guys there. Yeah, yeah. I was rooting for anybody but the Riley sisters, so I'm glad they're gone. That's, that's how I started, too. Yeah, they're awful. I hate them. Um, Master Chef. Before we get I, there. Oh yeah. Baby got Mac. Is that what they were called? Oh, yes. That's a really good name. That's a really good name. <laughs> they sold mac and cheese. Amazing Grace. We talked about Master Chef. My sister and I got caught up last night. I'm very glad they're not doing teams again. I didn't like they had the teams. Joe versus Aaron versus Gordon. Um, Joe is just so fake angry at all these people all the time. It, it just seems so fake. And Aaron tries too hard to like be like, no, but I like this. So he's a little weak, but I do like him as a judge. See, I should have known you knew Spanish the way you say Aaron. Well, I, can't even, I can't even roll that. And he doesn't have a double R, so I don't know why he rolls his R's, but he does. <laughs> he calls himself he calls himself himself Aaron, which the R shouldn't be doubled. Anyway, anyway, I'm not gonna teach him how to say his own name. Um <laughs> 
I don't have any standouts as far as who I do or don't like, but there is a I, woman that reminds me so strongly of Barbara Jean from Reba that I can't handle it. I think the person I'm rooting for, I think his name is Noah. He's like the big guy that's like... Is the, he wearing an American flag bandana? I think so. He, he was, was the guy the that... leader of this team, right? Of the yes, team. he was the guy that had the... That voted to send the Indian guy to... Oh my uh, God, as he walked around eating the whole time? Yes. Like, I think that's unfair. It's like, bro, you walked around eating the entire day. He was just testing the food, right? Oh my God. Yeah, testing the watermelon as he walked around. The what? The watermelon. Uh. That's the master chef. I don't have any favorites or anything yet. Um, but I did like Noah. I liked, um, there's a guy named Jamie. Jamie the fishmonger. I like him. Um, none of the women, surprisingly, there's always a woman that I just hate. None of them are really standing out as people to hate yet. And I think I like the British one. And then there's Barbara Jean from, from Reba. Next time you watch it, you're going to notice. That's all I'm going to think, yeah. Yep. Um, Just and like then you so messed you... up Poppy for me. Now that's all oh, I'm going to think. This is my goal. I'm going to ruin people on TV for a <laughs> um, And then So You Think You Can Dance. I think it's a good idea to have Laurie Ann Gibson as a judge because she knows what the hell she's talking about. She's a brilliant choreographer. And Dietrichs is a great, like, he's a great addition. He he was just a B-boy when he started So You Think You Can Dance. Not just a B-boy, but you know what I mean? Like, he didn't have training in other, um, what is the word? What is the word I'm looking for? Genres? Styles? Yeah. Uh, genres is good. And uh, But he actually provides like good feedback as a judge. Like I think it's a really good four. Uh, Nigel, Mary, Lorianne, and Dietrichs. And I am, you know, I, I, I prefer the, stuttering. I prefer the show once it gets into the actual performance episodes because the auditions just they annoy me. Reading all the, you know, seeing all the stories and the woe is me's of all these people's lives like good for you you made it here um but i so i'm excited to get to the performance shows and then the live shows and see how it goes because right now i'm just biding my time that's it that's our reality back to life back to reality um you can find links to the news stories we talked about as well as where you can contact us online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 410. We'll be back with more summer TV talk on the next episode. I like how noncommittal that is when that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no time. Sometime this summer, we'll be I, back. <laughs> I've learned my lesson from saying next week. <laughs> uh, or on the, I mean, you could always go with on the next episode and the, you know, that's, if, yes. if it shows up in the next week or if it shows up in two weeks, then it would still be correct most of the time. Exactly. Now you've at least limited yourself to a three-month period well, that you've got. Well, I did have to edit an episode, the ones from back uh, at the end of last year, where it said on the next episode we'll be doing our winter TV preview. So I sort of had to edit that out because the next episode that we did was – Talking the about summary? upfront. No, it was talking about upfronts, <laughs> and then the summer TV. You know, but uh, yeah, we'll be back. We should be back next week, and then the following week, uh, we'll be talking about Comic Con. Oh my god, I'm not ready. <laughs> it's crazy. I sent out my first Comic Con emails, you guys, <laughs> while we were on the call, and I got positive replies to all of them. So that's a good thing. All right, so. I think that'll do it for as I called it last week, episode 4010. It's 4010, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
Crikey, I hated it. 